Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Hadass Kuznets at the Gershman Y here at 401 South Broad Street with Bill Shenevert. He's Director of Public Relations and Marketing, and we're talking about the Gershman Y's 15th annual Palooza. So what is a Palooza? It's a big, beautiful celebration of the potato pancake, and it is timed typically to be around the Hanukkah time of the year. Hanukkah begins on the 12th this year, and so Lakapalooza two days prior is a, a good kickoff for a lot of families. And it's an annual celebration of something that is very traditional and very family-oriented for a lot of families in the region. Now, this is the 15th year. The event takes place on Sunday, December 10th, as you mentioned, from 2 to 4 p.m. How has it evolved over the past 15 years? The um, founder, the sort of board member founder, Nancy Hones, who conceived of it, in uh, 2002, says that she remembers the very first Lockapalooza being a lot of smoke and cords in <laughs> in the auditorium downstairs, uh, or I should say upstairs from where we are now. Kind of almost like a backyard barbecue vibe, just congenial, a little messy, a little amateurish and family oriented. And it's become just much more of a polished sort of culinary affair. The first original and the first few were just some, you know, a few different vendors and some families who came together to make some. And now it's like a big culinary gourmand (laughs) place to be. And, you know, we've got eight area restaurants producing generally about 400 latkes per. So we go through about 4,000 latkes generally in one day. That's a lot of potato (laughs) pancakes. (laughs) Yes, it sure is. It's a lot of potatoes. It is. Can you tell me a little bit about the latka? Why do we celebrate on Hanukkah for people that don't know that might not be Jewish? And also, you guys are making it in so many different ways. Yeah. The latka, of course, is sort of traditional in the Hanukkah celebration because of the oil and the magic oil that burned for days and days. Which means fried foods for everybody. (laughs) It does, as well as donuts, sometimes other fried food. There's some really cool ideas for like a lock of sort of fish and chips uh, recipes. But just so many different varietals too that reflect the sort of grand Jewish diaspora from, um, you know, a lot of people associate latkes with Ashkenazi Jews, but in fact, that's not usually the case. And we've welcomed a much more sort of cultural Jewish approach lately at the Y, since we're sort of just an arts and culture organization. And we welcome non-Jews who just like fried potatoes. And we welcome chefs from around the city who have perhaps no Jewish identity whatsoever, but love to make a latka. We've had all kinds of restaurant participants in the past. And almost every year, there's just a really wide variety of interpretations. It's really fun. So what can we expect this year? I'm particularly proud and excited to have back two uh, newbies, Canela South and Mission Taqueria on Sansom and Center City. So a Greek laka and a Mexican laka? Yes, absolutely. And we've actually had Estia for almost every single year over the past 15 years. Another Greek laka? Another Greek laka. In fact, they make a Spana latka usually. So it's like a hybrid latka Spanakopita dish and it's really cool. You typically serve the Sanziki too, which you can imagine is delicious. And also not too far from the sort of traditional sour cream accompaniment that often comes with latkes. So those new restaurants are also just like hip, cool restaurants. And we're just thrilled that they're 
able to participate. Can you list off like kind of the ver- the different varieties of latkes? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned the Spanish latke. The Aldine folks typically make a kind of spiced jalapeno smoked kind of paprika dip latke. In the past, we've had a restaurant called Catahoula Bar and Restaurant, and they make a New Orleans style Cajun latke, which is cool, which also involves jalapenos and typically a sort of spiced tomato jam, which is pretty typical for a lot of different latkes to have a kind of compote or a sort of applesauce, of course, but any kind of fruit compote usually works really well. It's funny because we end up corralling and working with chefs who are busy with their restaurants and we always want them to give us their recipe beforehand, but we can almost (laughs) never wrangle it from the chef. We often know with recurring restaurants what they've you know, what they've brought in the past. But it, there's always an element of excitement, like what to expect on the day of to see what kind of lakas they're actually making. Do they eventually relinquish their recipe? <laughs> yes, oftentimes. Sometimes, like, Whetstone actually is making a gluten-free laka, which is wonderful for a lot of people because most lakas have some kind of flour or cornstarch. But sometimes they just will use a classic sort of Jewish cookbook latka recipe and no real, you know, punches or sort of surprise moves stick with a classic recipe and you know we know that we know what that is you know shredded potatoes egg flour typically some kind of chive or green onion is makes its way in there what are some of the most unique ingredients that you've had in the latkes in the past well like i i pulled this recipe from abe fisher which i really really like that's sort of a traditional latke but they served it with a gin cured salmon as well as some pickled beets and homemade borson style cheese so that sounds awesome to me. And that's, you know, the, the laka itself is just very traditional and just very simple. You know, basically four four ingredients, potatoes, flour, salt, and egg. And then, you know, the gin-cured salmon is just like beautiful sort of seven-day soaked. And so it gets cured. They call it like a, like a mud paste, like a sandy thing that you like rub all over the fish. And then, you know, a borson spread and pickled beets. But that's an involved laka. And I want to eat Several of them. (laughs) So you guys have really become pretty gourmet. High end. I think so. You know, I mean, the collection that we've got this year is a strong collection. And we kind of want to just keep going and getting bigger and better. I have, you know, hopes and visions for what future Lacapuzas could feel like and look like, too. Who are some of the notable chefs that might be participating? Everybody's heard of Federal Donuts, typically. And so we've got Sufungayan. Sufganayot, I can rarely get Sufganio. <laughs> Sufganio. Um, jelly donuts. Jelly donuts. So those are pretty sort of standard annual tradition for um, La Capalooza. Is Michael Salamanov cooking? He probably won't. I think he's just too, you know, he's too a busy. He's got man, yeah. yeah. In fact, we had... Um, but he's sending his crew. Yes. But and it's really funny, actually, because we had, a, we had a film called In Search of Israeli Cuisine that's on Netflix right now, open our Cinemonday series, the Philadelphia Jewish Film Festival series, last year and it sold like 700 tickets like it was the hot place to be we couldn't you know we, it was like we had so many people banging down a door right. we only had so many tickets for people that don't know that's the michael Salomon film where he travels to israel tries israeli cuisine mm-hmm. takes us on a tour in fact it's really funny i try to keep our social media feed kind of lively and cutesy and i shared a video of tahina milkshakes from goldie's and it took off 
thousands of impressions. People commenting and friends, sending their friends to look at the video. So I think food generally, too, is just something people get really excited about. So tell me about these uh, federal donuts who've gone out. They're actually really quite simple. Last year, I got a TV spot for like a media event to sort of preview the festival. Last year, I had a live sort of demonstration of how to insert, (laughs) how to get the jelly in the donuts. And it's really quite simple, just kind of having a squirt bottle and having firmly kind of like, you know, penetrable fried donuts that you just get a nice clean insert, squeeze it, and then, you know, you're out. It's really simple. Sounds like you learned something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got the jelly donuts, we've got out, and how many lakas? We have eight confirmed chefs, and generally everybody brings 400. And we're going to kind of outsource our own just to make sure that no one leaves hungry. So we always strive for 4,000 latkes on the day of in-house, and they all disappear. And how many people do you expect to attend? Last year we had a solid about 400, and that's with 300 adults. How much does it cost? It's $20 for general admission, which gets you 10 latkes as well as a donut and a drink. And we have DJ Patty Pat from Parks and Recreation, who does a really great all-ages entertainment DJ set. And we're going to try to probably do a little past the hot potato. And then we have Portside Art Center coming from Fishtown as well, who's going to be doing some record spin art, face painting. We'll have gelt. We'll have coloring and things like that yeah that's so fun it's very family friendly so and it's i think that works with the tradition of cooking latkes at hanukkah it's a familial passed on generational tradition and we like really having that be a part of latka blues every year what's the most difficult part about getting it all together you might be shocked at how difficult all these little details can be trying to get the city signed off on all of our forms trying to get a commitment signed from all the chefs trying to get a recipe trying to get a sense of what people are bringing you're asking a lot of these restaurants to donate these huge stacks of latkes and it It can be difficult when you're in the middle of a busy holiday season to get all your sort of ducks aligned. And then the other tricky thing, too, is that people are so eager and so hungry on the day of that they just bombard the auditorium. And in the first hour, it is a frenzy. And so the challenge can be, and with something that we're striving to perfect this year, is sort of stretching it all out, making sure people who show up at 3.30 aren't disappointed that several restaurants have already sold out. So this year we're doing a thing, what we're calling kind of like a tasting menu. And so your entrance gets you a ticket that you rip off for each vendor. Instead of it being a sort of admit one's 10 blue tickets where you can drop five at one restaurant and walk away, it makes it just a little bit more challenging for people to game the system (laughs) than take five at a time, which is it just it's very challenging. What are you most looking forward to with this event? I think it's just so feel good. It's so feel good. And in fact, I was talking earlier this week about the power of the potato. There's something magical about mashed potatoes, french fries, you know, hash browns, potato chips. Latkes. Latkes. Like, it all works. It's a comfort food that makes people happy. And that's what we want. We want 400 people to walk in and out of the auditorium just with just smiles and full bellies and feeling just satisfied. So all these chefs are donating the latkes. Where does the money go? We, I mean, generally, we we make a very small profit. It goes to the Gershman it Y. It goes to the Gershman Y, yeah. For programming, yep. So, you know, for instance, we'll be working really aggressively on a spring Philadelphia Jewish music festival. And I'm really, really excited about where we are with that. We have a sort of theme and dates and we're kind of pushing forward to make sure we get a bunch of talent committed. Where can we get more information about Palooza? 
Canada. And what's the website? Gershmanwai.org is a very simple URL for people to get to tickets. Um, they can also call 215-545-4400, which is a phone number for the Y that has not changed in 50 years. <laughs> okay. Now, before we go, I want to ask you, you guys are trendsetters when it comes to Lockapalooza, I understand. Some say, some even some linguistics experts report that the Philadelphia Lockapalooza is the first Lockapalooza of its kind, and that has spawned many other Lockapaloozas around the country. So it's quite fun to hear about people who have experienced their own Lockapaloozas in different parts of the world. Like I ran into a girl at a uh, Jewish mixer a couple months ago, and she said, oh, I ran my, my Lockapalooza at Boston University. I Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's cool. I made it to Boston. Nobody was doing this prior to 15 years ago? Well, and, of course, Lollapalooza sort of, you know, was a big, beautiful, wonderful music festival that had... In the 90s. In the 90s. But, um, you know, combining Paloozas uh, as a a (laughs) suffix, we think, perhaps was somewhat of a first here at the Y. Well, the 15th annual Latka Palooza takes place on Sunday, December 10th from 2 to 4 p.m. here at the Gershman Y. Once again, to get tickets, just log on to... GershmanY.org or call 215-545-4400. Bill Shenevert is Director of Public Relations and Marketing here at the Gershman Y. Thank you so much and happy Hanukkah. To you too. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.